Hey guys, Mubarak here of the Corp Dev World or Corporate Development Podcast. Hope you're doing well. In this episode, I want to talk to you guys about the world of corporate development and how it's actually somewhat not talked about as much as it should be, even though, you know, in the world of finance, VC and private equity and hedge funds are kind of put on this pedestal, even though some of the dramatic, impactful, you know, life changers are those in corporate development, right? When you're creating a startup and you're working on your company and, you know, the goal at the end of the day for a lot of people is being able to sell the company. And that is kind of defined in the eyes of the people in corporate development, right? If they're on your side or if you have their attention and you're able to kind of work that in and get them into their strategy of growing their larger corporate organization, then you get them on the, your radar, you can actually be kind of bought out by them. And that can be the dream goal. But I feel like a lot of people aren't trying to reverse engineer from their exit. And so in this episode, and in this kind of podcast, overall, we talk about the world of corporate development, what it is, how it works, and why it should be on your radar. So let's get into a little bit of the basis as to what corporate development even is. All right. So they are the departments in larger companies or mid-sized companies that are responsible for executing on the actual mergers, the acquisitions, um, sometimes spin-offs, divestitures, uh, and basically the capital raising in-house for like a corporation, right? So professionals in corporate development, they work alongside say investment bankers, um, the finance department, they identify potential acquisition targets, and then they're the ones that negotiate the purchase uh, and prepare to raise equity or debt. So they're really the catalysts behind, they're the people whose day job it is all day to think about what company to buy, how the current organization to grow, how to be smart in their acquisition strategy. And, you know, it's really an important facet of an industry that's not talked about enough, I feel. So depending on the company, there's also a component of like financial planning and analysis or investor relations mixed in even sometimes interaction with like the treasury department. And uh, typically I think the situation is probably that like larger companies have had a corporate development group because the work is kind of sporadic, right? So it takes a large business to justify and afford having basically corporate development professionals as permanent staff because you're kind of taking it in house, right? It would be like, just ha like, you know, as your company grows, you kind of, either outsource certain things that you don't want to deal with, or once it grows, then you'll bring them in house. So corporate development, I guess is now, it's definitely important, but I think one of the things that we can bridge that I'll be talking about more in this podcast and future episodes is how, even if you're not a fortune 500 company, fortune 1000 company, how you can actually develop a corporate dev role at your company and with that right mindset to be able to grow your company, not just through ads or marketing or SEO, but also through acquisitions, all right? Um, so there's different entry points, right? Um, people just in general talking about the job as a whole, people typically enter corporate development from investment banking, right? So there's entry level jobs or like an analyst, manager, and then you move up, you know, as you're after an associate, then you become a manager, director, VPs. And so, um, it's a professional services organization. It's kind of like you get that exposure, but then you typically end up going into either a public company or like a private company and helping them with usually the CEO. You're usually kind of like a front and center person because you're basically talking about buying companies or spinning off, spinning off maybe undesirable sections of your company. And 
really corporate development is a very attractive role and many people many people end up staying in that once they kind of make the switch um because if you stay on the corporate side and rise to the head of corporate development you're pretty much a strong candidate for the cfo or ceo position because you're doing a lot of financial modeling you have to understand that world you have to truly understand the drivers and the mechanics of your company and um you know i, I want to just talk about demystifying corporate development for startups a little bit right like a lot of the times people don't know what is going on with corp dev and even you know paul graham like the revered you know i'm pretty sure he's the founder of yc but he even kind of wrote an essay in january 2015 so a while ago literally titled don't talk to corp dev <laughs> and the reason is is corporate development aka corp dev it's it's the group within the companies that i mentioned before that buys other companies so if you're talking to someone from corp dev that's why you know whether you realize it or not and paul is making the case that paul graham that it's usually a mistake to talk to corp dev unless like you're ready to sell your company right now you know you're exhausted you want to take some chips off the table you're at the point where you need to move on or your end basically you're sufficiently likely to get an offer at an acceptable price so what he's saying is that in practice that means startups should only talk to corp dev when they're either doing really well or really badly like if you're doing really badly um you know like the company in the forecast might die something's going wrong a key leader is leaving you might as well talk to them because you have nothing to lose and if you're doing really well, you can safely talk to them because you both know, meaning you as the CEO or the founder of the startup and the person on the other side of the table, the corp dev person, understands the price will have to be high. And that um, if either party really shows the slightest sign of wasting time, you're, the CEO, you as the founder of the startup, will probably be confident enough to tell them to like get lost, not waste your time. And so really corp dev is, is playing he's saying the danger is to companies in the middle like young companies that are growing fast but haven't been doing it for long enough to have grown big enough yet and so he's saying that it usually becomes a problem or a mistake founders make because what will happen is you're you're kind of like he's saying that you're going to get it's almost like a distraction you get the shiny carrot dangled and you know what you have to do as a ceo when you're growing a startup when you're focused is put your head down put the blinders on and just keep focusing on growing it. But then you'll get contacted by Corp Dev who wants to, obviously like they're trying to buy companies, but you're probably, unless you're in a very, very, very special advantage point, you're probably one of several companies they are, you know? So for example, you know, this happens big in a lot of like consolidation in terms of, I don't know, let's say you're an HVAC company, right? There's a big, there's a lot of large private equity companies that roll up HVAC companies. And so if they want to get into your market or your state or your geographic region or your specialty, you're probably not the only player in that space. So they're probably talking to five of you or 10 of you. And so, you know, for you though, you only have one asset. For them, they have kind of the flexibility where it's easier for them to walk away. Like, unless you're like Figma, you know, Adobe buying Figma or some kind of crazy breakout company, a lot of the times Corp Dev is people who are trying to like get a deal. They're trying to just figure out where if you're exhausted, if you're tired, if you're willing to sell the company and they're trying to get it at pennies on the dollar to kind of grow up. And, you know, Corp Dev people's whole job is to buy companies. Um, 
they might not need to even get to choose which, right? Right. Like sometimes the kind of impact and the direction is set on the CEO level and the board level, maybe even the investor level. And they're like, hey, we should go out and like, hey, we're having this problem where, um, I don't know, the customer service support function in this is not so great. So let's go out and buy. I mean, this is probably a bad example that I'm, I'm laying out right now. But in general, it's usually that you want to maybe acquire another revenue stream or you're trying to buy something and bring it in-house so that way you kind of save on costs, right? Those are the two main drivers, increased revenue, lower expenses. So Corp Dev People's whole job is to buy companies and the only way their performance is measured is by how cheaply they can buy you. And so the more ambitious ones will really stop at nothing to achieve that, right? They're gonna almost always start with a low ball offer just to see how you'll take it. And um, you know, even if you don't take it, as you as the founder or CEO, a low initial offer will end up demoralizing you and make you even easier to manipulate. It'll start, you know, it's a tactic in a whole stack of tactics that will kind of go back and forth. So like Paul says that just wait, you know, he, you know, quote from his essay, like just wait till you have agreed, have agreed on a price and think you have a done deal. And then they come back and say their boss has vetoed the deal and won't do it if uh, for more than half the agreed upon price. He's saying that this happens all the time. And if you think that investors can behave badly, it's nothing compared to what corp dev people can do. Um, and so what we're going to do at this podcast is we're really going to shine a light on the corporate development world, um, how it works, what's interesting about it. You know, it's it's something in the finance world that I think needs to be focused on more. And, uh, you know, it, it has decent compensation. It has like it's not as maybe intriguing or exciting as investment banking, but a lot of people switch from investment banking to corporate development. And so, you know, corporate development compensation entry level as an analyst ends up being like 80 to 120,000 plus roughly around. Then as you go up to the manager, you know, you're in the 140 to 200K, you know, that's kind of base salary plus bonus. But then once you're in director and VP, you know, it goes pretty high. And there's some legendary corp dev groups like in Intuit. That's a company that's really built, been built through acquisitions. Obviously, Adobe just did a massive one. So any of these massive buyouts that you end up seeing in the news and stuff, yes, the direction is probably set by the CEO. But the CEO is focusing on, you know, 100 different things. He's not the one that's a, so he might he has to do the final sign off and has to be the final decision maker on whether or not the company wants to you know for example in Adobe's case spend 34 billion on something like Figma but the actual work the execution the negotiation the persuasion the contracts the back and forth the day to day the scoping that all happens with um you know the team in the corporate development world right so it's it's one of the things that you want to do maybe as a startup owner or as a person that's interested in corp dev or interested in eventually having your company acquired is having, you know, most likely that if you are trying to figure out who's going to buy your company in a couple of years or a potential exit, a liquidation event for you to kind of take some cash off the table is you need to get on their radar early, right? All the, any time that I've heard an interview or that any kind of research you do for acquisitions that occur, most of these acquisitions came from pre-existing relationships, right? They take anywhere from four to six months to multiple years. 
Um, and Fortune 500s acquire startups throughout their entire life cycle. So you want to figure out a way to get on their radars early. And this is kind of one of the main things that I want to do with this podcast is kind of make it a bridge. I want to highlight Corp Dev people for startup founders. And then I also want to bring on startup founders that are intriguing that might not be as well known that Corp Dev might be interested in. So, you know, it's, it's very interesting to see how this grows. And I really feel like People need to figure out more about Corp Dev. And, and this is what this kind of podcast is going to be about. It's going to be about understanding that world more. So um, as always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. You know, definitely leave a review. I'm very interested in seeing how we can grow this podcast and what type of content you're interested in. Uh, we're going to be talking about acquisitions. We're going to be talking about how to buy your company, how to buy a business, um, how to spend prepare your business for sale, how to get in touch with corporate development professionals, and we're going to bring on those people as well. So if you know anybody in the corp dev world or any founder or startup owner that wants to kind of interact with the corp dev world and learn more about it, feel free to reach out to me. My name is Mubarak Shah. You can reach out to me at Mubarak, that's M-U-B-A-R-A-K, at shahbusinesscpa.com. Hope to hear from you guys soon. Take care.